Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. Got it right. How are we doing? I'm good. You were over-modulating there for a I while. I was a modulation on that one. Mm-hmm. Very good. We're learning a lot today, aren't we? Yes, sir. All right, Rob. Um, before we get started, have you or a loved one ever lived on Camp Lejeune between the years of 1957-1987? If so, you mm-hmm. might be eligible for compensation. Uh, I've been trying to figure out a way that we might have done a bowling alley there or something like that. I'd love to get yeah. in some of that Lejeune money, but I think it's the attorney. That was a stretch. Involved. Yeah. You know what I think we're going to hear one day, Rob? I think one day we're going to hear, did you or your family members live on LVP yes. floors between the years of 1995 and 2025? I am so glad you said that because that was part of what I was going to rant about today. Holy smokes. Exactly that. That is exactly, that is exactly what I think is going to happen with this stuff. This must be like people that really, really understood the effects of smoking back in the fifties when they were just, I mean, just, just pushing it on everybody, kids and women and women in movies, pregnant smoking. Remember the old movies where everybody was smoking all the time? Oh, God, and, yeah. And there yeah. was people that surely knew that this was, wow, this was like so wrong. Uh, the, the study came out recently how harmful it is when it's exposed to children that lived on homes with LVT, LVP type of plastic floors. And the amount of high levels of, of toxins and everything that's in their blood system. <clears throat> It's atrocious. I have. I I swear that is exactly what's going to happen too. There's going to be some lawsuits with this stuff, and you're going to see it all over TV, just like that Camp Lejeune stuff. I guarantee it. You know, Rob, these vinyl floors are made with some of the most toxic man-made substance ever created. I mean, that that is shocking to me. known to cause exposing humans and pets to the risk of asthma, cancer, kidney, lung, and even reproductive health problems. Uh, and and they're putting out miles and miles of this. Imagine living in a home that's closed up as tight as these homes are and, and having this in, in the house with kids running around in it. It's, uh, it's shocking to me. You know, it's a great marketing phrase to say luxury vinyl plank floors. You know why but, uh, they say luxury vinyl plank? Hmm. Do you know why they call it that? Uh, well, it's a whole lot easier. You don't know the... why. Because yes, I, yes, I do. You want me to Because people that? aren't going to buy a polyvinyl chloride floor. That's you're, why. You were afraid I was going to have the answer to that. That's why so I jumped you, in. So you right. powered through. I have Very to nice. say something today. Yes. Well, I'm waiting for something, anything. <laughs> hey, let me tell you a little cautionary tale here. Um, I was in, where was I last week? I was in Alabama and we did some, uh, training at a distributor there. And, uh, I was absolutely blown away. This was a wood floor distributor. I was blown away by, I would say 70, 80% of the stock in that warehouse 
was LVP and not Wood. I, I mean, the day that I thought that, you know, Wood would be, there'd be more LVP than Wood, I, I never thought that would ever happen, ever. I was shocked. And even when uh, the guy was packing up, the warehouse manager was packing up an order, and I walked over, and he had a bunch of it on a skid, and he was wrapping it up, and I said, man, this is sad. Didn't say anything. All I said was, this is sad, and I tapped on the box, and he goes, it's absolutely heartbreaking. But that's not my tale. My tale is what happened to my family with the same kind of product, okay? For years and years, I sanded, and I know I've, you know, Anybody's listening to this show, they know that I've said this stuff before, but I sanded and recoded floors or bowling alleys that my great grandfather built. And that was, you know, four generations still maintaining the bowling alleys that he built all around New England and New York. And it was a whole generational thing. Like I said, I mean, that business was there forever. And then in the mid 80s, they started bringing out a synthetic bowling lane. Okay. And it wasn't people that were in the bowling business that brought it out. It wasn't people that were building wood lanes or anything like that it was brought up by a different type of company. Actually, 3M was one of the companies that brought it out and everybody started tearing out the wood lanes and putting in these synthetic lanes because there's no maintenance. There's no upkeep. You don't have to do anything to them. No more sanding, no more recoding. But we were the dummies who were installing it. We were cutting our own, I mean, we cut our own throats. Killing yourselves. We killed ourselves with this stuff. And when I looked around that warehouse... I just thought the same thing could happen. You know, once you start installing this stuff and here's what else we found out about, oh, these, you know, lifetime lanes, they used to call them, right? That's it. You put these in. Well, guess what? They weren't a lifetime lane. They had their own set of issues and everything. And, you know, a lot of them ended up getting ripped out and replaced and stuff like that. So I think that's the other thing people aren't understanding about these LVP floors is there's a very short lifespan with this. Yeah. You know, you're 10 years. Yeah, you're exactly right. The, the, um, the short, I mean, it, it's, it's really a kind of a short sighted deal for the homeowner, you know, um, cause it is a short lifespan compared to hardwood floors that, you know, I, my wife and I had lunch today in the, in the Hill Springs Inn that's 190 years old. And they're the original floors. Oh, and you know, back then it was probably linseed and beeswax, right? And and they look stunning today. They look stunning. Hundred and ninety so, years old. Hundred ninety years old. That's amazing. And you put direct sunlight on these floors, or or um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they talk about uh, uh, being waterproof, and it's it's really uh, it's laughable almost uh, to hear that expression because we're seeing so many issues of mold that's growing underneath these things that don't allow the, uh, I mean, they don't allow the, the moisture to pass through. And so, um, you know, and then the manufacturers are telling you to put plastic down. Well, you, you, that's, you, you want to make mold, 
put it in a dark area, put plastic down, a little bit of dirt or whatever that uh, uh, on the slab or the wood subfloor, and um, it's a it's a it's a great uh, way to make mold. Have so, you ever heard of Lou Miglior? I know Lou? I've mentioned it before. He played for the Yankees. <laughs> no, not that Lou Miglior. No, Lou Miglior. Um, I'm surprised you haven't seen him because he does a lot of uh, um, workshops and stuff at conventions, flooring conventions and everything. He works for, well, it's his company, LGM and Associates. They're um, commercial floor inspectors. But not only do they inspect the floors, but they come up with the answers, what to do, how to, you know, how to fix these things. And I went to one of his seminars one time, and it was supposed to be on all different types of flooring. He spent the entire seminar just talking about the LVP. It is completely taken over his business as far as ceramic, tile, wood, all this stuff and commercial applications. He said, this stuff is the worst and it's actually blown up the fastest out of anything that he's ever seen. Number one thing that they're finding in, you know, and like I said, he's commercial. The number one issue they're finding with this is exactly what you just said, mold. Mm -hmm. Mold is the absolute number one. And he said, now the people that keep telling everybody that they're waterproof, he goes, it's the difference is like a waterproof watch and a water resistant watch. He goes, they're water resistant. They are not waterproof. He said, Mm -hmm. these things blow up just like a wood floor, but they don't come back like a wood floor does. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, the world is quickly becoming overpopulated with this stuff in the in the, the dumps and this stuff doesn't break down like other other things. So we are polluting the landfill with these products and there's millions and millions of square feet of it. And look, a lot of this is coming from from countries that it's not regulated and what have you. And they're happy to sell it to us over here. Uh, but, man, if there's anything I've ever seen in my life that's so short sighted um as one of these floors and um when you could have a you know a sustainable uh a lifetime floor that adds actual value to a home that has you know such a long lifespan to it that you can renew it you can sand and finish it you can change it with a decor my my goodness man um and i think this one word is just cut people that they did a great marketing job on this with talking about them being waterproof um when uh you know they're absolutely not so um yeah man i mean it, it to me i know yeah we've talked about this before but i think this is uh not only is it bad for people's health it's bad for for our industry for 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 anybody that installs hardwood floors sand and finishes hardwood floors and makes their living off the hardwood flooring industry so. it's people from outside of our industry destroying our industry i think that's what really ticks me off yeah there, this isn't being made by by wood floor manufacturers it's not being made by by mills and things like that it's it's coming from the outside they're uh you know they're plucking our chickens here it drives me nuts and for a lot of guys it looks like it's easy money is the lure of this you know it's it's easy money but i i i just hope people are educating the consumer um because in the end i mean uh i think it's better for all of us um, you know, I think somebody needs to educate the builders because I think I think they're the real culprit here. 
because I think a lot of this is going in new construction mm -hmm. because it's quick, it's easy, it looks okay, it saves them money, saves the builder money. And the homeowners, I definitely agree with you, the homeowners need to be educated on it. But, you know, when they're walking through a new house and it goes, yeah, we, you know, we use these new waterproof floors. Oh boy, everybody's like, oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. So you're right. We have to get to the homeowner, but we also have to get to the builder because just like that commercial you read there about the Camp Lejeune, you know, they're the ones who are going to be on the hook for this. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, and, and most every builder you see right now that's, that's fallen in love with this product, it's really, it's, it's, a, it's driven by profits and what have you, and it's not driven by the responsible thing to do. So, um, hey, we're, you know, we're, are we being hard on this? Damn right we are. We are being hard on it. And, and uh, uh, I, I'm trying to stand up for the, for the industry and for the guys in it. And you are, I mean, I say I, we are, uh, Rob and I. Um, oh, thank so, you. So, I, I appreciate you throwing me in the, yeah, throwing me yeah, that bone. Yeah, yeah. I, thank you. Well, you know, I, I know sometimes you forget I'm on the show. I do. I, I, I yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Eh, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. You know, they talk about how much VOCs these products have too, Rob. They're, when they're, they're recommending when you install these, that you're opening doors and windows to keep the room well ventilated. Um, if you have respiratory issues and, and, uh, you wear a mask while you're in this, while you're installing this because it discharges, uh, so many VOCs. I mean, for heaven's sakes, man. You know, the crazy thing is where everything, I mean, think of everything that you and I do every day, how much of it revolves around eco-friendly sustainability, all, all that stuff. I mean. That's all we talk about during the schools, all your uh, adhesive products, you, you know, they're always safer and better and everything for the environment, for the homeowner. And now this is taking over our industry. It, what, here's what I don't understand. Um, you know, for a while there, and especially you go to a lot of restaurants, you say, oh, we don't use plastic straws anymore. Plastic straws, you know, are bad for the environment. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there, they don't even they don't even sniff how much plastic straws are out there compared to these type of floors not even on the same radar screen so oh why my god i can't wait to go in a restaurant that hands me a paper floor and i'm walking on an lvp really yeah yeah you're doing us yeah, all a favor yeah. are you yeah uh, yeah look at my my kid here trying to eat and he's off gassing in front of me right <laughs> his feet his his feet are melting right in front of us <laughs> it is the most non-eco-friendly product out there mm -hmm. and it's just taken over like gangbusters I, yeah the wood floor the, really it's on us it really is it's on yeah. it's on our contractors it's on you know anybody whose livelihood is in the wood floor business believe me when i tell you okay there's a reason that I work for Bona and I'm not in the bowling business anymore. And that was one of the big reasons. And man, they just dangled that money carrot right in front of us. And, you know, our, my family is as guilty as anybody of jumping on that, ripping out wood lanes all over the place, reinstalling synthetic. And after about eight years, you know, in the bowling industry, like I said, I worked on lanes that 
my great grandfather built. We had that customer, you know, that was our customer. You just had a list of customers that every year you were either doing a full sand or reco or repairs or whatever, you know, you were in there every single year. Well, after eight years of synthetics, we lost about 70% of our customer base. And I remember, you know, we were looking at, um, you know, we were looking at the summer book one day and we're like, what, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Usually it's like, uh, we're starting by April. It wasn't until like June that we were starting to get in and, but we, you know, what do they, how do they say that? We cut our nose off despite our face or whatever, but, you know, we went for that money. We went for the money grab doing all these synthetics and completely wiped ourselves out. And I, I just don't want to see that happen a second time in my lifetime. And I think the time is that's the, that's the urgency to me is that is, is we need to save our, our, our industry here. We really need to look at that. I mean, there's enough challenges out there uh, as it is. I mean, if, if retailers, if, and I'll tell you, if retail doesn't figure out the challenge pretty soon of, uh, of labor, in five years, there won't be any more retail stores. I mean, so I, uh, if everybody keeps look, taking a blind eye towards this and, and looking the other direction, uh, and uh, I, I think the industry is going to be hurting for it. You know, uh, there also, when we got done installing a floor, even the pre-finished floor, I'm partial to, I'm a sand and finish guy as you are too, Rob. But so when you got done at the end of the day, you've installed sand to the floor, finished the floor, or even the pre-finished floor, and you're done with that install and you stand back and look at, it, it took a craftsman to do that. You know what I mean? You can look back and say, not a lot of guys can do this. Um, and these type of floors, like anybody can put these floors down. It doesn't take a, I mean, I'm not knocking whatever, but a whole lot easier to put one of these floors down as far as techn technically, than, uh, than a, a real floor, right? Mm. So, um, and, and when you, then if you look at repairability of these floors, you know, lots of luck uh, for the homeowner uh, trying to repair one of these floors down the road. Um, there, so. there is no repairability, it's replace. Yeah. yeah. It's replace. You know, that document that you had sent me and I, you know, I looked up some more stuff about what we're gonna talk about today. I had no idea how bad these things were in sunlight. You could always call me. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather figure this stuff out on my own. There you as go. As much as I like to call you. Mm -hmm. But the one article I was reading, they were saying to tell your homeowner, yeah, if you got sunlight, make sure you put carpet there, put your big furniture over in that area, you know, move things around so the sunlight doesn't really hit these floors. I was like, you got to be where are these people living? I mean, so many of the jobs that we run into now are all windows, tons of sunlight. Who's living in these caves now where there's no sunlight? Yeah. Um, anywhere you're living in the South, anywhere, anywhere you got exposure to the light hitting a certain part of your house, right? You know what I mean? Uh, it can be uh, wreak havoc on these type of floors. And you ever, you ever seen any of these floors shrink uh, lengthwise? I've seen some brutal shrinkage on these floors, on these floors, uh, lengthwise. Really? Uh, yes. We have a friend of ours that uh, they bought the house and, and uh, she asked me, what can you do with these floors? And I started laughing. I, I mean, it was, it was hideous looking. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. So. Oh. 
Yep. So sunlight is not a friend with these type of products. Um, a lot of inconsistency uh, in the quality too, the, depending on what brand you choose. I mean, there's some of the quality out there is just brutal. And then you're trying to match them later down the road and everything, and you can't repair a plank. It's like not like a, you know, a hardwood floor where you could repair one of the planks and do you know chase the grain or whatever. And, and you, there's no repairing these planks. So, oh, uh, I, I don't know, man. I just think there 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 needs to be a sense of urgency around these, and I wish one of the organizations would get behind this more. And really, I don't know why the flooring industry doesn't doesn't put our message out there. And I'll tell you what. If I was one of the big wood flooring manufacturers, I would get together with the rest of them and say, look, we better, we better, we better put a message out and we better start having a backbone and, and, and start fighting back because you're letting it get away from you. And, uh, you know, you guys, uh, I would think they would want to lead the charge on this. If you put everybody together, all of them together, everybody put in a certain amount of money and then, and then do their own advertising, uh, I think it's would make a whole lot of sense to me. My God, yeah. I mean, uh, especially just what you said. You know, the mills. Why the mills aren't all? Uh, you know, I'm hoping somebody from the mill just heard what I said when I was walking around that distributor last week, thinking, "Holy crap, where's the wood?" And and for and for mills that are saying, "Well, we'll, we'll just get in this game as well and offer one of these as well," I think you're also kind of cutting your throat. You're, just too to, to take the, you're, you're too late. It's, you know, well, you, like you said, most of the stuff is coming from someplace in Indonesia, Asia, where they just don't have the same guidelines that we have over here. But, you know, all they have to do to me is simple. Everything now, that's all we hear about is the environment. Everything is the environment, right? That's, that's all. That's all we hear. Wind and solar, environment, environment, recycling, the whole deal. These floors are very hard to recycle. It's not like a plastic milk jug that you can recycle and use again. These things are poison. So you can't recycle poison. It's very difficult to recycle these floors. Come 10, 12 years down the road when all this stuff starts getting ripped out, they, they're not sure what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what, what all what? these wood mills. I mean, they got to be feeling it. Mm -hmm. You know, they got to be feeling it. I mean, we're, you know, deep down, we're floor sanders. So there's going to be a lot of wood floors to sand out there. But every time we put one of these in, you're just crossing off another house. You know, you're just crossing off another bowling alley. It, trust me, believe me when I say this. I mean, it absolutely destroyed our family business with the synthetics. And, uh, man, I see this, uh, you know, of course, it's a much larger scale. Um, well, the bowling industry was, a, you know, a much smaller industry that got hit by this. But, and it wiped us out in less than 10 years. It's a lesson. Uh, it absolutely is a lesson for what could happen to our industry. No, no question about it. Uh, and, and, frankly, I don't care. You know, you see them in high-end homes. But when I walk in and see one of these now, I just this just doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean? As talking about adding value to the home, it just doesn't really. You know, there is no way that this can add value to the home. <clears throat> no. No way. No. Um, they they kind of cheapen. You're, you know, especially when you see a new home and it has these type of floors. To me, it's an indication of cheapness. Then I started looking around about uh, the, the cabinets now. 
or what else did where else did they cheap out because it was mm. quick and they could get it done you know what i mean and uh so then you go to the bathroom and you go to the towel rack and you yank that off the wall you know just just to prove a point so this is what you spend your time doing going around yeah, looking, looking at new homes looking, looking at homes looking at the looking walls, at homes seeing if you can yeah, yank the yeah, towel rack off yeah carry marbles with me so i can say this floor is out of level <laughs> pull the baseboard off the wall those are the days it's raining you can't go fishing yeah yeah <laughs> you need something to do yep so i don't know man i just i you know rob you and i are on the same page with this it's it's frightening to us for a lot of reasons one that like you said i mean it, it, it's a threat to our livelihood i think and it would kill off a damn good industry that with damn good hardworking people that that the message is sustainability the message is 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 so it i mean it's just a, a great industry to work in that could go by the wayside with this this cheap crap and then once they realize what it is and then the, all the issues come around it there's not gonna be any guys left to to make a difference in the hardwood flooring industry so there you go <clears throat> there you go so here's another article researchers have researchers have found that children living in homes with vinyl flooring and sofa treated with retarded chemicals show increased levels of certain toxin chemicals these chemicals have been associated with serious health issues including respiratory problems neurological neurological problems for kids skin irritation and cancer parents parents warning parental warning Harmful chemicals in vinyl floors. Isn't that weird that they found this, though, in the kid's it's, urine? Yeah, it's weird. They found that, that in the kid's urine. Why are two dummies like us out here talking about it nobody else is? You know what I mean? I feel like, what was that, Nader guy? Remember him? Ralph, Ralph Nader? Ralph yeah. Nader? Mm-hmm. Was exposing all kinds of stuff. We are the 60 Minutes now of... Uh, of uh investigative we're gonna be investigative journalists when we're done with this do you know ralph nader worked for my grandparents you're kidding swear to god work for him or investigated the, your, your <laughs> parents <laughs> he worked ralph nader worked for my grandparents you're like an onion every day i you, something more interesting comes out my about grandparents you. owned a very small bowling alley in harvard square it was a 12-lane bowling alley downstairs Harvard Square. Ralph Nader went to Harvard. He was working at my grandparents' bowling alley. I remember my grandmother, because we were talking a long time ago, talking about he's running for president, and she went out and got his pay stubs. She hung on to his pay stubs from, you know, had to be in the 50s. Yep. And she goes, that is the Ralph Nader. He worked for us. He was from Connecticut. And one day... He's looking at my grandfather and he goes, this is the most unbelievable business I've ever seen. He said, you just walk away with piles of cash every single day and you don't put anything out there, right? Nader, he's going to Harvard. Yeah. So everything he looks at is business. And my grandfather's like, what, the, what are you talking about? I got to pay for the, for the lights, for this, for that. He goes, look at Mr. Johnson, my family's in the restaurant business. Okay, and we charge so much for a plate of food, but we have to still pay for the heat, the lights and everything. And we have to pay for all that food. You know, we pay, Mm -hmm. we prepare, we do all that, and then we sell it. He goes, you just sit here, flip a switch and collect money. You're good. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's he a said, good point. He said that could he he said Nader couldn't wrap his head around it because he was the guy working the register, right? He wow. was the one, right? He goes, even the shoes, you get the shoes back. You give them the same pair of shoes, they give us 50 cents. You keep you keep giving the same shoes back to people. <laughs> that is a trip. Yep. Yeah. Wow. They, wow. My grandma, even my uh, my grandmother, saying, "Oh, Robbie, he was a thinker. He was always writing, scribbling stuff. He was a thinker." And the, he goes, "This whole business drove him crazy." Wow, <laughs> that's a trip. All right, Rob. Well, I don't think we have much more to to add to this. I just um, we're talking I, about I, Ralph Nader. We're really showing our age. Yeah. You know what I, I think I would do, though, if I was estimating a job and the, and the homeowner wanted uh, one of these floors, I'd just say, listen, listen to the podcast. This is a podcast, and you still want one of the floors, and, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, I just think that there's not a lot of education out there uh, to, the, to the clients, and it's a disservice. And I wonder how many people would actually choose those floors. We go in a store and say, yeah, I want that floor, if they knew really what is out there about this these floors all one person has to do is what i did when we we're getting ready for the show i googled issues with lvp floor i just googled it hmm. there are hundreds and hmm. hundreds and they're from all sorts of different you, you know it would be one thing if we you know we read this story oh it's from the national wood floors right if a homeowner said oh well yeah you know that story's from the national wood floor association you know where I got a lot of today's stuff? Hmm. WebMD. Wow. WebMD was talking about how bad this stuff is for you. Well, let me ask you this. So some people will say to yourself, all right, well, you know, we're young. It's our starter home. So, you know, let me ask you, Rob, how long did you live in your starter home? My starter, I'm still living in my starter home, actually. I lived in mine for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> my my. My starter home is now a retirement castle. Yeah, yes, yes. So when people say oh, hardwood floors is too expensive, look at the real cost and it'll be pennies a day versus that type of product. And my the, house the, was built in the 50s. Wow. My house was built back in the 50s. I've, I sanded it. Um, oh, I've, I've sanded it twice and I've been here for 30 years. Wow. Close to 30 years I've been here. That's amazing. You know what's amazing too? One day I told Bum, I go, measure measure the board. He we were talking about my floors, right? It's it's clear, clear red oak. It wouldn't be considered select. It, it's mm -hmm. clear, right? Mm -hmm. So we were talking about it one day and I said, uh, you wanna take a laugh? I go, measure some of the board lengths. Yeah. Twelve feet. Twelve. 14 some yeah. of the length of the room mm -hmm. then he really started looking around and then he was losing he's like there's no butt joints i go it's crazy isn't yeah. it yeah yeah crazy how long the boards are here mm -hmm. now if it was built in the 50s you know i'm looking at floors that are 70 something years old right now that are in absolute mint condition oh i mean how many times have I mean, you seen mint. it yeah how many times have you seen floors that that are you know 70 80 years old when you sand them it look better than the day they were put in right how many most of them yeah so um 
You know, talk, here's another one, okay? My 70-year-old floors. Rebecca moved out. Pauline goes, geez, let's turn her, let's turn her bedroom into my office. You know, can you do white floors? I said, look at of course I can do white floors. Yeah. I'm I'm Rob Johnson. Absolutely. I'm I'm Rob freaking Johnson. Yeah. Three coats of Nordic seal on 70-year-old floors. Looks like a brand new floor. Sand it, three coats of Nordic, couple coats of traffic. <clears throat> Beautiful. Yeah. You like the gray stains that are in right now? You could do a gray stain, change, turn your floor into a gray stain floor. You're sick of the red. What, what's, what's this, Rob? You, 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 <laughs> you like the white oak, the, the floors are out there. You're sick of the, the, the red oak look you got in your floor? Going to red out, you can get rid of the red. All right, there's a good place to end it. There you go. So this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Oh.